0: hello and welcome to are we there yet in exploration and education in anime i'm your anime idiot patrick dugan i am an anime expert Dee Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime primordial
1: eldritch horror in a bolo tie. Oh. And birthday boy. (gasps) Oh no. He hit the
2: scarier
0: thing.
1: (laughs) It's that time of year again. That wonderful, glorious, horrible, feared time of year again. Truly. And I thought
0: it's the time we all wonder how. How possibly can he make us watch the Digimon movie again? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, Bell was out, same director. I considered it. It was very possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm.
0: But instead,
1: I realized something different. Instead of force feeding my friends bad anime, at least in their opinion, it's not mine, uh, <laughs> I can instead hold them hostage and force feed them good anime that they all refuse to watch, even though I've recommended for years. And that's what we're doing today. I brought Abby back. I'm forcing her in this shit, too.
3: Hello. I'm yeah. here. Hi, Abby. This is payback Abby. for Bleach, for making you talk about Bleach, isn't it? It
0: is. It is. <laughs> Sorry you got roped into this. Uh, this is truly a time where we try to absorb the impact of such a devastating holiday and (laughs) uh, protect the world from the destruction that comes from it, but we are so sorry you're caught in the collateral damage.
3: It's okay. Every year on Brendan's birthday, there's like 78 injured and four dead.
1: To be fair, this is kind of your fault for knowing me. Like, you only (laughs) have yourself to blame. That's... (laughs) It's I'm not, never at fault. I'm the golden boy. It's my birthday.
0: <laughs> Every single one of us could have
2: cut our losses and ran, but we didn't. It's we did not, not your fault for existing, it's our fault for
3: coming in contact. <laughs> <laughs> He's like uh the elephant's foot in Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got a little too close <laughs> and now we're marked for life.
1: Everyone else said stay away and you're just like, Yeah, but like it's kinda weird looking. Be like, yeah,
2: there's a reason it's kinda weird looking. It's radiated. Yeah. The four dead will be us, including Brendan.
3: Mm-mm. Oh my God! Perfect number. I didn't even plan that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this week, like I said, we're watching something good this time. But it's something no one ever watches on my recommendation, and I don't know why. I feel like I've burned some bridges, and it's backfired on me. <laughs> for when I actually, <laughs> yeah, have it's
0: almost like we can't trust your
2: Aki. Can instinct is art. Oh no, don't. Don't Bad say, art. don't do
1: that one. <laughs> uh, I was going to say the butt battle anime. That oh, one's actually no. good. I still defend that one.
2: See, that's one you actually like. You don't actually, I actually like aki can.
1: <laughs> No, aki <can> <laughs> garbage. garbage. Um, but instead, we're watching something I do actually like, and for once isn't Digimon, or disguised as Digimon, or Gant-O. Oh. That was a fun <laughs> one last year. Um, <laughs> instead, we're going to be watching The Ancient Magus Bride.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Have any of you heard about it? I know Abby has. I won't (laughs) shut up to her about it.
2: (laughs) I've definitely heard of it, but, um, and we've discussed, it seems like it's my type of thing, but I just haven't watched it, so I am excited to finally watch it, but it makes me cautious, and it's per your recommendation.
0: (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, I'm in the same boat where I've only heard about it through you and, uh, your constant recommendations, which I, uh, they no longer have any weight in my mind. <laughs> it's, it's better than bad weight. <laughs> Fair.
3: I have, in the olden days, when I used to go outside, um, seen some really <laughs> amazing cosplays of this mm. series at cons, um... Particularly the, the main, like, mage character with the, like, mm-hmm. skull head. Like, really, really good stuff. Um, and so when you said, like, oh, that's the character from the series that I've been trying to make you watch for years, I was like, <laughs> oh, <Yes. laughs> sorry.
1: Seems kind of interesting. I might want to get into it.
2: Oh, this series that I've told you about?
1: <laughs> okay, if that's the series, I won't get into it. It's like, cool.
2: I'm glad, I'm glad Brendan can, like, take this because if I was in his position, I'd be crying weakly. <laughs> No, I've given up I've
1: realized no one ever watches anything I say good or bad anime or otherwise and I've learned that it's not a personal attack on my taste Mm. it's just a personal attack on my character which is fair I've done it to myself. I have no one else to blame but me.
3: Oh, my gosh. I came really close to saying, well, you are from the Midwest. And then I remembered where Pennsylvania is again. And (laughs) 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 you're not from the Midwest. Happy birthday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. You were never born in the Midwest. Uh, I don't know.
3: (laughs) I don't know American geography. It's very embarrassing. And I did once say that he was from the Midwest, and it did make him mad.
0: (laughs) It, Somewhere Sam is just fuming.
3: Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sam. The Midwest is fine.
1: Anytime I want to get back in Abby for anything, I just send her a map of the United States. and I say, just guess. Just guess any of them.
3: Honestly, Let's, get my ass. I deserve it. Oh, my God.
2: Once again, uh, this is just going to be Brendan and Abby roasting each other, which is a gift to all.
1: Uh, taking the pressure off uh. Dugan. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, perfect. This is great uh, having my own day over here. So <laughs> please just continue uh, combat and I will take a nap. And uh, happy birthday to me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday to br- happy, happy birthday, birthday to this. us. Uh, happy birthday. Let's have birth this, this magic birthday. Yay. Yay. Well, shall we watch the first three episodes? Let's. Let's.
2: Brendan, mm-hmm. this man has a horse face. He does. Well, I thought you hated horses. It's kind of like a gazelle. It's got horns. I suppose, but it's there, vaguely horse shaped. they horse adjacent. I thought about it the whole time. It, is
0: this why you hate horses? Do horses never live up to your ideal <laughs> horse, which is <laughs> uh, this man, <laughs> a horned horse, but not a unicorn? <laughs> Um, and also it, not Torin from Elden Ring. Uh, Another uh, uh, box we cannot open here.
1: <laughs> not today. It is weird. I do very much enjoy deer, especially now that I don't live around a thousand of them who destroy my car on a yearly basis. Um, not a fan of horses, though. Deer? Okay. I think it's the, the gross parasitic relationship horses have with society, and people are too comfortable <laughs> with them. Deer are still kind of, you got to be cautious around
2: Wow, to say that horses have a parasitic <laughs> relationship They've with been society.
1: they mooching off Pete now. We fundamentally changed their evolution to a different unnatural trajectory, and they are fucked beyond all
2: repair. One day they'll realize, and they'll come one, for us. They'll come back.
3: <laughs> anyway.
2: Wait,
3: you yes, know who's not fucked beyond all to. repair? Oh? Eh? Uh? <laughs> oh.
1: Like Abby trying to send me away from my horse discourse. Big wink.
3: <laughs> the disc horse, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: uh, you can leave.
3: Okay. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> <you go now? laughs> Hangs up, Discord.
1: <laughs> anyway, episode one. Let's get into it. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I took a lot of notes. I got feelings about this show. It's mm. one of my favorites. <laughs> episode one starts off. With the opening, because that's what we do in this house. We start off with good openings. That slap hard. We got that Spanish guitar. <laughs> we got castanets. Let's fucking go! It
2: would definitely set the vibe.
0: I mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: love that song. It hits hard. Um, opens very prettily, and then just kind of montages into different clips, like from the show. So kind of a nice opening, but that song hits. And we open up uh, on a girl signing a piece of paper. We see that paper she's signing. Her name is Hattori Chise, and She's talking to a suited man, asking, and he's asking her if she'll regret her decision. Nah, when someone ever signed a paper and it backfired,
0: this is fine. This is fine. Also, how can you be like, hey, I know you're about to make a decision, but you <laughs> uh, you don't know how it's gonna go, but don't regret it now. <laughs> you're a second away from locking in for life. You sure about
1: this? You'd be like, why now, man? Why why say that now? <laughs> um, and she signs the contract. It is finalized, and then the man in the suit says. Great, we're all set. And it puts a chain around her neck. And then we see two other men come out and handcuff her. I'm gonna start. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that made me a little nervous, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I know this is a serious scene, and my first note was that she had main character hair. But then I saw, yeah. like, the the, <laughs> the collar, the cuffs. The I was just like, huh? And, like, wrote a bunch of question marks on my page. <laughs> like, what is about to happen to this girl?
0: Yeah, she's
1: got uh, mid-length spi- uh, shaggy bob haircut with red hair and green eyes
2: so you know, kind of looks like Knuckles from Sonic I just saw Sonic 2 and I loved it anyway anyway, (laughs) we'll talk after
1: (laughs) (laughs) and while that's happening we're getting intermittently spliced with shots of a man, a well-dressed man walking around London uh, with a cane, so we don't really get to see the upper half of him, but we see see him traveling and then we cut back to the girl uh, Chise and she's getting a veil placed over her ...as the man in the suit leads her out into a hallway... ...where it's filled with a bunch of various monsters and creatures... ...all chained up or in tubes or cages... ...and a bunch of hooded people. Once again, not a great start. And uh, we see uh, the man who's walking through London... ...we see him arrive in a very uh, ornate theater hall... ...with a lot of the same people in hoods and wearing masks... ...so it seems like it's in the same building. And then we cut back to seeing Chise... uh, ...still in handcuffs in the chains... uh, ...up on stage in front of a huge audience in an amphitheater, and the guy in the suit's auctioning her off. He's looking for prices. We got human trafficking. Right. a Great start.
0: <laughs> what I would expect immediately from
2: your favorite anime. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> I really was like, Brendan, we've got to <laughs> talk. Listen, <laughs> I knew talk it had about, to get better. You can't judge a book by its cover. I've watched
1: the most garbage on this podcast and i continued after we were done the episode so <laughs> <laughs> i know how bad it gets and then we see uh, while they're auctioning cheese off the doors in the back throw open and we see the man from earlier walking in and he struts right up on stage as a few different people are bidding like 150,000 200,000 250,000 and he steps right up on stage and says 5 million just Yeah, buddy. Fuck y'all.
2: He's rich, ladies.
0: <laughs> Look out. And also dumb, he could probably go for a cheaper price, but he, he didn't. <laughs> could have gone for like 2.5 2.
1: mil and save the other half and still probably could have gotten it, just saying. Um, and he walks up on stage and we see as he bends down, he's a very tall man, and uh, grabs Cheese by the collar and kind of pulls her forward and we see the hood that was on his face float back a bit. And yeah, man's got a big a horse skull With uh, horns With antlers uh. hmm Not a specific animal But very horse-esque And yeah He pulls her closer Saying he'll make her His apprentice And then he cut to Like the auctioneer On the side With another one Being like What the hell He can't just walk up West so they would be like uh, He just dropped five mil Like, we'll Get him a private room We'll talk to him
3: <laughs> Can I interject something Maybe a little messed up I didn't yeah. realize at first <laughs> That they were in England um mm-hmm. and they were talking pounds uh the british pound i thought they were talking in yen and i was like five million yens not that much for a person and <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i got it twisted at first but now i'm there i get it
1: <laughs> yeah they're in england especially for you abby because you watched all the subs um she say is japanese but all of it takes place in England. So if you're watching it in Japanese, there's like a few comments where it's like, "Oh, you're from Japan? Interesting." They say in Japanese, and it's like, "What?" Like, yeah, it I just, caught it that. Was weird.
3: I caught that in like I think episode two. I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's anime. What are you gonna do?"
1: It's like in Great Pretender where it's like, "Ah, oh, I'm American," and they say in the English dub, and it's like, <laughs> "What?" Like, it just feels weird.
3: Well, hey, okay, I worked on that dub, and I have to say in our defense, <laughs> I liked what we did with episode one of the English dub being in Japanese until they leave Japan. Okay? I, I defend that really decision.
2: Yes. Everybody clap for Abby. I loved it. <laughs> it wasn't my sole decision, but it
3: was a team. No, no,
1: we have to. You said you worked on it. We have to show the approval. Um, no, I'm just saying, like, the context of, like, a show made in a country and then being translated into the language it's set in. And it just kind of feels weird when they acknowledge, like, ah, your Japanese is so well. And, it's like, they're speaking in English. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, just that stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, while the man is leading uh, Chisei out of the uh, room or out of the auction hall, she hears a few people over to- uh, talking, and she hears a few of them say, like, ah, he got the sleigh baggy. It's like, ah, dude, lucky him. Like, you know, it makes sense it went for that much, being a sleigh baggie. It's like, even Chisei is like, what the hell is a sleigh baggie? What is that? <laughs> They say it a few times, and uh, they end up going back to a private room. And Elias introduces himself. He is the big titular magi, magus. Magi is a different thing. Magus uh, with the horse head, and uh, he reaches his hand out to Chise to introduce himself, like shake hands. And he says, uh-huh, "Oh, she has the sight. She noticed some of the little creatures floating around in the air." He goes, "She's got the shining." <laughs> ah. shining. Uh, and he says, like, ah, that's fortunate that you have the sight. And uh, when he says that, she say, gets a little flashbacks. You know, trauma. Mm-hmm. And she pulls her hand away from him, saying, like, no, I've never been fortunate in my life. Like, I've never, I've never been fortunate. And Elias uh, says, like, oh, don't worry, we'll change that. And he says, uh, some people might be uh, endeared by your pessim- uh, pessimistic nature, but I didn't buy a doll. I bought an apprentice. So hold your head up high, like you're someone who should be uh respected and worth looking at. Mm. And uh he summons uh while well, they're talking, he summons a bunch of thorns and they slowly wrap around them and then just cover the you know, black out the light in the whole room. And uh as they disappear we get a flash, boom, they're in an old English countryside. Uh, nice homestead, very rustic cottage it's core. Cottage
0: core
2: baby. <laughs> I also wrote oh, cottage
3: yes. core.
0: Yeah. <laughs> This is what I signed up for. (laughs) (laughs) And she stays
1: shocked. She's like, oh, we're in England? What? Um, And uh, Elias is like, yeah, I live out here in the countryside. You'll be living with me. Oh, let's get rid of these. And uh, touches the chain and handcuffs around her, and poof, they just disappear. They just evaporate. And he says, "Uh, yeah, we don't need those now that you're going to be my apprentice, my magus apprentice. And then we cut to them inside with Elias... Uh, and she's say like in the bathroom, and Elias is like, all right, uh, you got to take a bath. You're all stinky from the auction house. Uh, let me help you out with that. And she's like, no, I'm good. You I could
2: really do this one myself, man.
1: He's like, I don't know. You're, you're young and naive. I don't know how. <laughs> it's not clear here. It's a little obvious in other uh, episodes and later. Uh, Elias just does not know how people work, since he isn't one. Uh, so it's kind of like, ah, you're young. Do you know how to feed yourself sort of thing?
3: <laughs> mm mm-hmm. I was wondering about that, because I watched the subs, because uh, I'm a bad dub creator, um, and in the subs, it was like, he was asking, Chise, if she knew how to use the tub, like, he fully believed she didn't know how to use indoor plumbing, so yeah. I was like, oh, that's going on, okay, so it's not necessarily as bad as it looks, per se. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. No, he just has that disconnect of, like, how do these
0: people work? How do people work,
1: period.
3: mm
0: yeah, just fun for the audience to be like, "Ah, kind man. Oh, I'm not gonna treat you like property. Anyways, let me disrobe you. <laughs> Get in the tub." And uh,
1: so yeah, he strips her down, throws her in the tub, and she's like curled up in there, being like, "He saw everything." <laughs> and, uh, and, she, and he says like, "All right, I'll leave you to it then. Come down when you're done, and you know we can we can talk further." And while she's in the tub, she say remembers uh, meeting the auctioneer. And uh, she was on like an overpass and he came up to her being like, well, if you're going to just throw away your life, why not try and give it to somebody? See if they can make a use for it. Ah, weird. <laughs> and uh, while she's relaxing in the tub, a few fairies flying through the window. And she's like, oh, you're actual fairies. And like, well, fairies is a human term for us. Uh, you can just call us like your neighbors. And uh, they say, oh, you're, you're a sleigh baggie. And, then, and once again, she say, and both us, the audience, are like, the fuck does that mean? And they're like, oh, don't worry, little Robin. We'll take care of you. you, you, know, you we'll be your best friends. And
0: uh, they kiss her on the cheek and then fly off.
2: I never trust the Fae. Good. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know... God, can
0: I get any privacy in this bathroom? <laughs> no!
3: I don't know what they sounded like in the English dub, but the Japanese dub had, I think one of them come in like, ada, ada. so I was like, ah, ada, ada, as fairies. It's like how I... Cause that immediate like character trope, I was like, oh, I know exactly who this is.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, Chise finishes up, and it goes downstairs, and is uh, given some food by Elias' maid. Uh, we get her name later, she essentially looks like a pastel doll from Bloodborne. It's great mm.
0: aesthetic. Yeah, there's a lot of subtle Bloodborne stuff coming on here, <laughs> which I appreciate. That's just England.
3: That's and, just what England's yeah, that's like. Fair. <laughs> yeah, that's just. You've never been?
1: <laughs> you got the big. You got the, you know, London Eye. You got Big Ben. You got the Celtic Beast. <laughs> cleric Beast. I okay, which one. Uh, and uh, yeah, when she comes downstairs, she has a bit of food, and Elias says, like, all right, you know, feel free to eat what you want, and we can, you know, go over some questions you have, because I assume you have a lot of questions. And she's like, yeah, there was like, neighbors that came in upstairs? Like, ah, yes, the aerials. Uh, they're attracted to shiny new things. Uh, they're kind of annoying, but, you know, they're fae, they come around, and when he says that, uh, an empty bird cage on the table in front of them opens up, and we just see this, like, fire bird, it looks like a small phoenix, like, appear on Elias' hand. And he goes... Like he says, Uh, don't worry, uh you're a sleigh beggy, so they'll love you and uh finally they address it. She says, like the fuck is a sleigh beggy. Everyone keeps saying that, and Elias says, Well, you're kind of like a queen bee for magic, uh specifically for fake creatures like the na like the aerials above or you know like this phoenix creature um you attract them, you just emanate a presence that they are drawn to, both good and bad, because you know. Sometimes the fey are little shits. So you gotta be careful around them. So sometimes it's not great. And it's fortunate that you have the sight and can actually see them. Because sometimes people have are slay beggies but don't have the sight. So they just feel like they're cursed or something because they can't see the fey that are messing around them. And uh, he says, uh, because you're a slay beggy, because they'll always be drawn to you, you'll never be without their assistance. So they can be a great help to you if you choose to become a mage. Uh, but... Elias says, he's like, I won't force you to down that path, though. You don't have to become a, mag- a Magi if you don't want to. And she's like, oh, you bought me, but I can still decide what I want to do. Like, I don't have to listen to everything you say. And he kind of laughs. He goes, no, that's not right. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but basically, he says. I'm just being polite. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but he says, I won't force you down that path. There's, you have many routes ahead of you, and. Uh, now that you're in my homestead, I see you as part of my family, so I won't force that onto you if you don't want it and uh, Elias also uh, puts a necklace around her that has like this big green circle stone on it, and he says, uh, keep that on you that'll keep you safe. keep it on you at all times uh, and then he calls in uh, his maid, we introduces her her name's silver or she's a silky uh, so that's her species of of creature and uh, as soon as Oh, and, uh, Silver escorts Chisei to her bedroom, and as soon as Chisei lays down, she passes out immediately. Understandably, a big day happens. mm mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, she's having a dream where she's in, like, an open field, and, uh, she hears someone calling her name, and she wakes up and sees, uh, one of the aerials f- from earlier that day, uh, floating in her window. It's the English countryside. No one ever closes a window. They don't know what screens are.
2: And, she opened it uh, for them. That's why I was like, that's a mistake, baby. Don't let him in the house. <laughs> it knocked on the window, and she opened it.
0: <laughs> That's a vampire. Don't invite them inside.
3: <laughs> I think a recurring theme, at least in these first three episodes, is say does not seem to have very much of a survival instinct. No. <laughs> no. She is ready to peace out at any second.
1: <laughs> yeah. You learn why a little later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she opens up the window, lets Ariel in, and Ariel's like, hey why don't we go on outside? Go for a midnight stroll. It'll tie her out. You'll get familiar with your new homestead and see what's around. Uh, And she says, like, I don't know. She's like, come on. It's like, okay, fine. Goes out with her. And when they run off, we see Elias in the window uh, putting on his coat, being like, well, foolish, foolish move, but it'll be a good lesson for her to learn. Mm -hmm. And we see him, like, start heading out after her. And we see Chise walking through the forest and see a bunch of sparkles in it. She's like, oh, that's the trail, you know, us fairies leave behind like while we're floating around <laughs> I do want to point out the aerials be like hey don't call us fairies that's a human term and then later says like come to the fairy kingdom it's like huh
2: but that's what, what? <laughs> wait
1: a minute um, but yeah so they're like oh we leave little betrayals behind so your sights good enough where you can actually see that that's impressive you're you're very you know gifted with the site and uh, they're last like oh what about your family did she say like you know did you move out here with her family Um, was your family kind to you? And Chise says, like, well, I wouldn't say they were exactly kind. And if I love them, I wouldn't necessarily be out here, you know, (laughs) away from them. And she's like, oh, shit, we kind of walked far. How far are we? We should probably start heading back. And the Ariel is like, nah, don't worry about it. We don't have to worry about going back. Because you're not going back. You're coming with us to the fairy kingdom forever. It's like, ah. Of course. The the Fae. Mm Mm-hmm. This bullshit. And, um. She says, you don't have to worry about Elias. Like, you don't have to go back to that weird, you know, gross skull man. Uh, and said, so you can just come with us in the fairy kingdom. It's going to rad. It'll be super cool. It's all fun and warm. And as... We're only uh, going to
0: steal a little bit of your blood. It's fine. Don't
1: worry. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, and as they're saying that they're leading her into a clearing when it has a bunch of stones in it, and we see, like, a big stone gateway that's glowing. Like There it is. That's right through there. We'll be back in the fairy kingdom. And... Uh, they're saying, like, oh, why, why even bother going back? You just said yourself, you don't have family back there. Like, you don't have anyone to return to and no one that loves you. So come with us. What do you, what do you got to lose? And she starts getting spirited away. And she's thinking, we see, like, more kind of spirits appear behind her, like, pulling on her arm and pushing her in the back, like, further in. And she's kind of thinking to herself, like, yeah, you know what? That, they got a point. I got nothing to lose here. I've only been here, like, four hours. So it's not like <laughs> I've settled down. Uh, and then as she's being pulled in, uh, she pulls her arm back and the camera turns and we see her clutching her own arm with her other hand uh to the point where she's even drawing blood uh holding her hand back and she says uh, elias was the first person that's ever made her feel welcome in her entire life and uh if she's gonna be his plaything if he's gonna use her for a few years do whatever he wants and then throw her aside like a you know broken toy you know that might happen but he's at least you know said she was part of his family and that's that's more than anyone else has ever done for her, so she wants to repay his kindness a little bit and not just abandon him right away.
2: And yes. <laughs> I like this precedent they're setting of her being self-sufficient, <laughs> and he's not the one who literally came and pulled her away and was like, you're so dumb, why would you do that? She did it herself, and I <laughs> like it.
1: And right as she says that, Elias appears behind her being like, ah, good job, you, you, you passed the first test. But he says like ah good work you you were able to resist their charm and pull yourself back and they're like oh shit how did Elias find you he's like oh you got you know the bell on your collar was ringing really loud and holds up the stone around her neck and he's like I believe I was able to find you with that but uh, when he gets her he like puts his arm around she say and be like uh all right Ariel's I'll forgive you this one time but you're on thin fucking ice (laughs) like he really it's like I will ruin you. And uh, as they all fly off through the portal, they, like, extend, like, ah, a fucking old thorn mage is here. Get out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, say though. Offer's open any time. You want to swing by the fairy kingdom? We're super down. Offer's still standing. And uh, Elias pats her on the head and says, all right, good work there. This is a good lesson for you. Be wary of fake creatures. Like I said, they're drawn to you because you're a baggy, but their intentions aren't always good, so be cautious of them. And then uh, he hugs her, saying, like, And he also apologizes, saying, like, he's her teacher now. He should have prepped her for that. So even though she kind of, like, passed this lesson, uh, he should have, uh, like, you know, brought it to her attention and said this is a possibility. Incredible. A man taking
2: responsibility for something.
0: (laughs) Even (laughs) though he absolutely had the chance and was like, no, she should figure this out by herself.
3: (laughs) I think D and I are going to have competing themes because I was going to be like, "Ah, oh, yes, another continuing theme we'll see in the next episodes. And D is like ready on the Elias defense squad.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, he admits he should have taught her better than that. And he'll, he'll take that information going forward as her teacher. Uh, and while she's hugging him, she's like, oh, he's warm, but also kind of tense. And she's like, it's kind of hard to gauge how he's ever feeling because when he talks, his mouth doesn't move in response to what he's saying it just kind of opens and closes sometimes Um, and she's like it's hard to gauge his emotions you know with a skull and Elias picks her up and carries her back home he's like "Ah, you're tired I'll I'll carry you back and uh, once we get back home we'll have uh, Silver uh, patch up your arm and don't want my future bride having scars she's like alright cool 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 what what was that last part (laughs) and (laughs) and Elias is like oh sorry I didn't cover that properly um, when I bought you, I intended y- for you to be my apprentice, and I still have that intention in mind. I'll teach you how to do magic and stuff, um, but you're also going to be my bride, Ancient Magus Bride.
2: <laughs> it's da, like da, it's the name da. of the show. <laughs> so weird.
1: Yeah, and then we we'll get the opening, which is a good song, but it's just a montage of like scenes from the episode stuff. So not not as eventful, but still pretty tune.
2: Mhm um so in episode two we open there's a woman with long red hair you know what that means <laughs> um and it's there's a voice saying that she wishes someone was never born again who could that be hmm. um then we see chise on a plane with the guy who like sold her he's the one who approached her and was like why don't you sell yourself since you don't want to be here anyway um And she asks him what might happen to her. And he says, uh, she'll be okay because she's special. (laughs) Um, so she's in bed in the cottage. Uh, Silver brings her some clothes and takes her down to Elias. He asks her how she slept. Um, Chise asks who the maid is. Um, he says she's more like a landlady who takes care of the house. (laughs) He's like, I just kind (laughs) of let her do whatever. (laughs) Um... And then he was writing a note. He turns it into a bird and sends it off. Magic. Um, and she thinks about why she's here, both as an apprentice and a bride. Uh, he invites her to sit down and eat and says that she's been asleep for two days. And she's like, hello? What? <laughs> um, and she's like, well, he like wants to take good care of me, so like, how bad can he be? And then he asks if they should prepare for their honeymoon. And I think he just doesn't know what a honeymoon is. Again, <laughs> establishing his just complete naivety when it comes to humans. It's a and then moon she's, made of honey. Of course. know, <laughs> um, she's like, okay, that's, I mean, he's nice, but he's weird. <laughs> um, and then we see her getting off a train. And uh, the two of them are in London. And it's very interesting. This takes place in, like, modern day. Mm Mm-hmm. Based on the the cityscape.
3: They're really hammering home that this is the English. Like, the breakfast they eat was literally just a full English breakfast. Full English breakfast. I wrote a full English in my notes in all caps (laughs) because I was hungry.
1: (laughs) Delicious
2: cartoon food. Check.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Silver puts in the work. She's hustling.
2: (laughs) She doesn't say much, but God, she can cook.
1: (laughs) I'll... I'll, I made a note of it later because we get a little bit more of it later. Um, yeah, Silver doesn't talk ever, but she oh. has a very strong personality despite mm. not never like, talking. She's very, like, emotive, and I, I really enjoy that aspect.
2: Mm. Um, so they're walking through London. Um, Elias explains that he wants to introduce Chisei to a friend. And, again, she's thinking about how hard it is to tell what he's feeling with his bone face. <laughs> but then she looks up and he's done some magic and he's a human looking. Whoa. He's very what? handsome and I love him. He's turned into a
3: blonde twunk. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he like puts her hands on his face and he's like, "How do you? How do you like it? Like, is it believable?" And she's like, "Well, you look fake." And he's like, "What? How dare
1: you?" <laughs> um, I. I also love the chibi forms,
2: like when, mm. he, like when she responds, he gets like tiny and rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, when his when his horse head is like chibified, it's very yeah, it's
3: cute. It's friend shaped. Um, <laughs> yes, immensely.
2: Um, and then they go into a store with a bunch of books, and she's like, "It seems kind of empty." And he's like, "Ah, this is just a front. Don't worry about it." It's a drug um, dealer. What? <laughs> huh? Um, and. We hear him go toward the back. He's talking with a woman and he introduces Chisei to her. um, And she's surprised that Elias has an apprentice. Um, She sits Chisei down, gives her a drink, asks Elias how he got her. And he's like, I went through all the proper channels when I bought her. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean you bought her? I Um, like that he
1: says uh, the money he paid for her was clean, implying that Elias knows what dirty money is, and it is partial to crime.
3: (laughs) He knows what dirty money is, but he doesn't know what a honeymoon is.
2: (laughs) No, not at all. He has his priorities straight. Absolutely.
3: (laughs) I just, I love that this shopkeep is the very first individual who is properly concerned for Chisei's situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I hoped that she, I'm showing my hand here as a, Unabashed lesbian. I was like, I hope she's hot. And then she was hot and kind. I was like, ah, we're giving the people what they want. Uh-huh.
2: Thank God. Um kind to Chisei, but a little mean to Elias. And that's what's that's what he needs. <laughs> yep. Um so she asks Cheese if he's tried anything funny, and she's like, Well, he forced me into a bath and proposed to me. Is that weird? And I'm like, Good for you. I'm glad that she wasn't just like, no. <laughs> When she, uh, when
1: she asked she that Elias is like right behind her he goes uh, he says she say you gotta be quicker to deny
2: that you can <laughs> you can this is the part where you say I haven't done anything wrong yeah. and she's like well <laughs> um and then um the woman hits him and kicks him out um and then we see a bunch of cute little crit- creatures like fade in and they're crawling around and there's one that's like a little salamander I love him he's like an mm. axolotl like Newt sal I my can't even fucking son! He's
1: I right. love this boy. This is one of the best boys that have ever existed or graced my eyesight. So I round. love this little lad mm-hmm. so fucking much.
2: Um, and then this woman finally, like, finally, I meant formally. She formally introduces herself to Chisei. Her name is Angelica, and she is also a mage, and she's an artificer of magus crafts. Uh, and Chisei is like, what is that? And she explains that they are tools that are powered using magic. Uh, and then uh, she's also a mother.
3: I kind of oh, love milk, it. Milk, milk. Oh, my God. I Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look. It's on the simplest.
3: <laughs> Milf alert. I'm sorry. With all due respect, I lost my mind. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh,
2: but her daughter comes into the room and shows Angelica a little crystal that's shaped like a flower and she's like, listen, I gotta do this right now, we'll train later. And her, her daughter's like, hmm, and runs away. Hmm. Um, and Angelica says, yeah, my daughter has mage talent, but I'd prefer if later in her life she got a more practical job. <laughs> um, and it's time to explain magic a little bit. So she talks about how there's alchemy and magic, and they both manipulate reality, but mages twist reality to their whim, and it's difficult to control. So Chise has to be careful. Um, And she, oh, I hated this. She shows her that she has, Angelica has like crystal embedded into her skin. Um, I love that. (laughs) <laughs> no thank you from uh doing something that was beyond her magical skill level so she's like if you do something wrong like shit like this can happen isn't that gross
3: <laughs> i check the shit out i had the opposite reaction i wrote she had a sick ass crystal arm um yeah. but she made it sound like a bad thing but never elaborated why it's bad
1: mm. I, I, yeah i mean she yeah she says it was like an accident like gone wrong so like not intended to have just crystals embedded into your forearm forever, but
2: you know. Yeah, it was the result of something gone wrong, so Yeah. I also <laughs> love when she's explaining
1: all this. Uh Chise picks up the salamander boy and puts him in his lap, and he's just sitting there
0: like a little kid or like a really fat cat. Like he's just like <laughs> flopped over him. <laughs> I love this guy. I wanna pet him. He's so good. Yeah, absolutely um, brilliant on this show's part to be like, Hey, can we just have a bunch of fun little guys that only the main character can see sometimes so it won't interrupt the narrative (laughs) flow but you got something cute to look at
2: yeah yeah. sometimes they're just hanging out (laughs) if you're bored with the plot here's some jingly keys to look at you're like oh i did put right now my next note was chise is hanging out with a little lizard guy it's very cute (laughs) um so now they're gonna see if she can do magic So, Angelica calls on Hugo, who is a little, like, water spirit. And he shows up and he's like, Hello! I'm her familiar. Um, And Angelica gives Chise a crystal to start practicing. And she says, you have to will it to change shape. So, you have to have the will strong enough and you have to, like, picture it in your mind that it's happening. So, Chise closes her eyes And the crystal starts glowing and growing. And then we see in her mind she's remembering a field of flowers with her mom, poppies. Um, And Elias snaps her out of the memory. He's, like, holding her face. um, And he's like, hey, this is my apprentice. (laughs) Don't be Mm -hmm. teaching. I know I haven't taught her anything yet, but why? (laughs) (laughs) Who said you could? Um. And so we see the crystal grew a little out of control. It's all over the floor, and some of it is shaped like poppies. Um, so Angelica tells Elias to tell her what she is. Um, and he... I thought, at this point, I thought he said she was a slave. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? But I realize now he probably said slay. Slay, yes. yeah. Slay queen. Um,
3: yes. <laughs>
2: um, so... Yes. God uh, damn it, Elias got yassified before he
3: came <laughs> Oh my god.
2: Slay. <laughs> um, and he, uh, tells... Who does he tell? Whatever, it's probably not important. Angelica? I, he tells someone not to look worried. I don't know. It, it doesn't mm. matter. <laughs> um, and then say apologizes for making a mess. Angelica says, uh, it's fine. It's Elias' fault. <laughs> <laughs> um... And Angelica says, there is a hammer and a broom. Uh, Go grab it. And she says, Elias, I'm charging you extra for this. Um, And she gives Chise a few magical equipment items. We see a quick clip of her watching Angelica make something with Hugo. And there's like water droplets in the air. And she's like taking thread from the water droplets. It's cool. Um, And then she takes her stuff and they head off. Uh, They take the train back to the countryside. They're walking back to the house. He asks her if she likes poppies. She says she's not sure if she likes them or if she just had that memory. He asks where her parents are, if they're dead, or if they (laughs) left her. And she's like, wow, you really are just, like, cutting to the chase, huh? And he's (laughs) like, well, I mean, that's your past. What matters right now is that you're here with me, and that doesn't change anything. Um, So... She says, uh, I don't know about my dad. I don't know if he's alive or dead, but my mom is dead. And she died in front of me a long time ago. Smile. And <laughs> it's like, oh, Because I her.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Bring in the dancing lobsters. We have ourselves a dead parent.
1: Check it off.
3: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: Sorry. No, that's okay. That's great. We should say that more often. <laughs>
1: um, you weren't expecting an Amanda show reference in
3: 2020. <laughs> Brenda and I are friends for a reason. Although I reference things that are a good 20 years or like later than what he references.
2: Mm. Yeah. But
3: still not really relevant. That's I'm, okay. At least we'll
2: get them.
1: <laughs> I'm the ancient magus in our relationship. <laughs> I
2: am dust. Um. So uh, they get back to the cottage and there's a man waiting outside. He complains that he's been stuck outside because uh, Silver does not let him in. Again, vampire, stop.
0: Don't let him in. (laughs) (laughs) All the signs are there. So Silver knows the rules.
2: Yeah. Um, And he introduces himself to Chise. His name's Simon. um, And he's here for a favor. And Elias explains that he's a local priest. Um, and that she doesn't need to be nervous around him because he's a coward. (laughs) So it's clear that Simon and Elias do not like each other.
3: I, I, Um, oh, sorry. I think that it was, I wrote down, I first of all did not get this guy's name, Simon. Got it. Second of all, (laughs) I wrote down, is this dude protatholic? Because he's described (laughs) by Elias as both a pastor and a priest.
2: He reads from both or whatever. He's unfaithful to faith. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I mean, he's also chilling with, like, I can only assume would be considered an affront to God, according to the Catholic Church. So, like, he's not
0: super strict. Yeah, I got the Catholics and the Protestants and the pagans, so it's
2: all fine. <laughs> kind. <laughs> all my bases are covered. Um, the little lizard has followed her back, so that's nice. Yes, the He's boy! still here. <laughs> um, and... Simon is like, you can come visit me at the church if you ever get tired of this guy. Um, And then Elias is like, get to the point, man. (laughs) And he puts out three envelopes and says the church can't deal with whatever these things are. Uh, And Elias is like, three things. And he says it's payback for Elias' behavior, being that he got an apprentice and didn't tell anyone. Um, And at this point, I'm like, even though he's not connected to the church the church cares for some reason about what this guy does, this skull man. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like they let him operate as he is, as long as he's, you know, keeps to himself. Oh. But now that he's bringing in a human into it, it's like, well, now you're kind of starting shit up here, buddy. Got it. Deal. Um, I also love in the scene that while they're talking in like the, you know, sitting room, uh, Silver comes in and gives Cheesecake uh, like a sandwich and then just wraps her arms around Cheesecake yeah, and she's glares just at her. Simon. <laughs>
2: Like, tilt her away from him, even.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. She's just like, fuck that guy. Here's a sandwich, honey. you look hungry.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Mom. <laughs> um, so, Chise asks if she's causing trouble by being there, and Simon says, no, it's just something that they have to work out. Um, before he leaves, Elias gives him some medicine. He says it's the best medicine, because mage medicine is both effective and gentle. Huh. Um, and, uh chise is surprised that he respects it like as a man of the cloth (laughs) as a man Um, of several cloths yes he has a scarf (laughs) um elias says that mages are an important part of life there um and he says since they'll be traveling they can fit their honeymoon in and it was at this point i was like i don't think this man knows what a honeymoon is (laughs) um and then they're in iceland it's beautiful. What? Bada bang, they're there. Honeymoon um, already? Wow. Can't believe it. Um, boy, and my he arm's says, tired. <clears throat> <Sorry.
3: laughs> um, it's his, his birthday, it everybody. To... <laughs> Be oh, yeah, nice forgot. to the birthday boy. I forgot.
2: <laughs> that was Start so now. funny, Brendan. <laughs> Ugh, that's worse. <laughs> Ugh. You don't like that? No. Go back to the uh, other one. Okay. So um elias says he was asked to check in on the dragons oh and she says like dragons and then one grabs her (laughs) Uh, and there's a pretty boy riding it and he says he's gonna take her to the last home of the dragons and that's episode two
3: (sighs) it should have ended on that like we'll be right back eric andre bit like as soon as she gets grabbed (laughs) the
0: freeze frame uh, I was just thinking uh, like a JoJo's roundabout like yeah. just as yeah. the claws of the dragon are picking her up just like bam, <laughs> da, 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 da.
3: <laughs> To be continued. What's a dragon?
0: <laughs> <Reserve>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now you got nothing to worry about. <laughs> I will say after episode one and two I was a little on the fence about the series because I know Brendan's like oh no everyone's gonna hate it just because I put my stank on it. Well <laughs> I turned around. No, I around. know you
1: and Dugan are going to hate it. This was mostly for D. He
3: might like this. I turned around, <laughs> but at first I was a little put off by the constant repetition of, like, how special uh, say is. And you now she's a sleigh baggie without ever really telling us why it's called sleigh baggy, which I'm sure gets addressed later. Uh, eh. But no? Wait, what?
1: It's just old English-Irish terms. Like, it's <sighs> not... It's a lot of names for a lot of things.
3: Okay. Yeah, I was just thrown off by the repetition of, you're special, she's special, she's special, because we see that so often. So I Mm -hmm. think my, like, attuned anime brain was like, I've seen this before, I do not like it, next. Um, But episode three got me, I'll admit it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, this
1: is a a sweet one. Mm -hmm. Real quick, I'll say with episode two, I really enjoyed uh, both Angelica and Simon, both telling say like, no, this isn't your fault. Stop worrying about it. Like, stop stressing yourself. This man is incompetent.
2: It's... Don't blame <laughs> yeah. yourself.
1: Like, both times she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. They're like, Stop apologizing. It's not your fault. And it's a huge reoccurring theme. You see what she say? where it's just like, You're a child. Relax. Yeah. And I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Because we get so much like Shonen being like, I'm 12 and I'm going to save the world. And it's like, Christ, kid.
3: <laughs> oh, that makes me think of Mob Psycho 100. Yeah. Damn! Stop endearing this series to me. The show
0: can be good if you're just not jaded and pushing it off after two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <Dear Jim. laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it is very nice that like the dynamic we're introduced with is like, oh yes, I I am the master of this domain. I am a master uh, magician and all that. But every other character is like this fucking dipshit. Don't listen to him. <laughs> he, he's so incompetent.
1: Yeah, I think i all get it calls him, like, a shithead, and he's like, what, don't call me a shithead, I'm a maggot. He's like, stop acting like a shithead, and I'll stop calling you a shithead. Like, it's very, like,
0: sibling, like, bickering.
3: Yeah, the number of times I wrote get his ass in the episode two notes <laughs> is very good.
0: So we start out episode three. has uh, uh, just been picked up by the dragon and flying uh, into uh, some deep canyons in Iceland. And, uh, yeah, uh, we get... A weird, like, little flashback, like, immediately before essentially what just happened in the last episode of, like, yes, as uh, uh, humans are are uh, growing up in the world and dragons are dying out, they're all hiding out in Iceland because it's remote. Yeah, that's where <laughs> dragons are. You've heard of Iceland, right? Yeah, you get it. <laughs> I you believe know this is real. Around?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) the
0: dragons dragons are in Iceland
3: an Iceland truther
0: (laughs) Uh, so uh, this uh, quote unquote thief uh, kidnapper uh, welcomes her to the last land of the dragons and it's definitely not the land before time
2: not at all (laughs) this had absolute land before time vibes and I could not explain it (laughs)
0: <laughs> absolutely like i at this point was like yes this is land before time because it's just an untouched beautiful uh paradise with large dinosaur-like creatures but then we see like character designs later on in the episode and mm-hmm. it's like yeah no you're just ready for a, a japanese land before time reboot
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean land before time is the great valley this is a mm. pretty great valley <laughs> <laughs>
3: But I think we'd be remiss to mention the the dragon guy that has scooped her up. I uh don't know his name yet. So I I think I've just been calling him Dragon Twink.
2: <laughs> That's good <laughs> enough. Fair. Yeah, absolutely. Accurate. I know his name, but I'm it's gone now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, his name is Twink. Yes, I will not introduce his actual name because we found a better one. <laughs> uh so uh uh, they land, and, uh, uh, Twink's dragon just tosses her into a <laughs> pond, and, you know, you're like, ah, oh, fun gag, haha, <laughs> and then she just keeps sinking, <laughs> and she's like, I oops <laughs> feels so heavy, what is happening? And then, eventually, she surfaces, but just long enough to be like, she, she's, she's dead, yeah? Yeah, she's dead, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, uh, she surfaces, gets a big, uh, deep breath, and is immediately in the face of a giant old dragon. Uh, and this dragon sniffs her out and is like, Mmm, yes, a mage, uh, deep dragon <laughs> voice. Uh, and, uh, we are introduced that this is, uh, uh an elder dragon named Nevin, who is essentially the... Uh, parent slash dragon god of the forest, and is, like, destined to perpetuate the forest, as we'll see in a minute. Uh, so, uh, we see, uh, while, uh, she is I got a well, little lost my notes, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. she is like, oh, big dragon friend, okay. And, uh, uh, Twink boy comes over and is like, ah, oh, well, Elias, I see you made it. And, uh, Chise looks down at her shadow, and Elias just forms from it, uh, dope, but creepy. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, and, uh, he's like, oh, uh, what did this fucking buffoon do to you? You're drenched, let me warm you up. And does some quick fire magic to warm her up and dry her off. Uh, so, uh, we're introduced, uh... To Twink Boy again, omitting his name because Twink is better. Uh, and uh, uh, Twink Boy is uh, the dragon caretaker. He is uh, protecting the dragons, keeping humans away because they're dying out. They need some extra protection, and he is also a mage. They they keep saying like, yeah, mages are dying out. Anyways, every character we're meeting is also a mage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's, like, a second part of this series, like, you know, much later, it's not animated yet in the manga. Um, But, yeah, that's where you see a lot more, like, wizards, and everyone they contact is like, Oh, you're a mage? Oh, that's weird. Like, oh, that's odd. But, yeah, there's, like, first half,
0: like, yeah, you meet, like, five or seven mages, (laughs) like, right away. Uh, Yeah, so, um, we, uh, yeah, uh, so, as, after he's introduced a bunch of young dragons... Come up and are like, oh, let's play. I'm definitely not a uh, d- uh, knockoff uh, Land Before Time characters. Like straight down, <laughs> oh, I forget the the big quiet one that just eats that Spike. Spike thank you. Yes, there is a dragon by Raul Paulson for some. <laughs> yep, <reason. laughs> there is one dragon that is just straight up Spike. It it's pretty blatant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I- <laughs> uh and uh. Uh Elias and Twink are like, "Yes, let's go talk business. <laughs> Can you watch the kids for for a second, cheesy?" Uh
3: I'm going to ooh y- Sorry, you like broke up for a second there. Um I'm going to interject something that uh is basically pain to brendan happy birthday uh
1: (laughs) you keep saying these things
3: everything with me goes back to yokotaro because i'm sick and twisted and the only immediately i actually did not connect us to land before time at all i actually have never seen land before time but as soon as we saw the baby dragons this is such a niche cut that like nobody listening to this is gonna know probably but all of the baby dragons have the same energy as the baby dragon from Guard 3, uh, and he's like huge, and his name is Mikhail, but he talks with the exact same voices that these baby dragons have, and that was like mm. all I could think, and I messaged Brendan and was like, this is like Guard 3, and he got so <laughs> mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get mad, it's just like
0: everything's like Guard 3 to you. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, so uh, Drakengard... The Drakengard 3, there are three of them, so... <laughs> <laughs> that is their new collective name. Uh, you got the tank, you got the sprinter, you got the flyer. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, the flying dragon is like, Ooh, let's play! I know! Uh, let's go up on top of that very tall cliff and jump off and practice gliding. Humans can fly, right? Uh, so Sorry. Uh, well, uh, we can Ooh. do literally anything else. <laughs> uh, and we'd get a quick little montage where they're running around chasing each other. You know, just playing. Being real cute and adorable. Uh, yeah. So uh, the kids are all tuckered out after uh, this playing and a starts going over to uh, the old dragon Nevin uh, and he's sleeping and she goes up and just starts inspecting him. Because uh, he doesn't seem well off. Uh but Nevin wakes and is like, Oh yes, I can tell you're checking me out, but not in that way. Sorry sorry I framed it that way. <laughs> Go weird.
3: Gilf. <laughs> well or some
0: Gadilf. <laughs> <G-dilf.
3: laughs> oh uh,
0: so uh uh he's like, Yep, well it's uh, I'm not long for this world you know, it's about that time I turn into a tree or whatever. Of course.
2: Tree <laughs> time. All it all it comes for all of us. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the tree Are you ready for your tree date? <laughs> That's what Elden rings about,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't finished it.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you go to the base of the big tree, it's a big glowing dragon. So, Right, right. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, uh... uh uh, essentially they're uh, setting up like, yeah, dragons there. Uh, they return to the earth. That's part of their life cycle. Uh, as, uh, she looks around and sees a lot of the features in this valley are just vaguely dragon shaped. And it's like, Oh, this place is mostly dragon corpses. Okay, cool. Good, good to know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, We get uh, some dragon lore where they're like, yeah, dragons don't fear death because uh, they live their life to the fullest. So automatically dragons don't die with regrets. If they did, they are very shitty dragons who didn't actually, (laughs) you know, live as a dragon. That's dope as hell. You have no problems. (laughs) You got to embrace your dragon privilege. Uh, so, um, So she can... He can tell that uh, uh, she's upset, and she asks, like, are you in any pain? He's like, oh, you are so kind. I literally told you this is chill as hell, but you're still worried about me. How sweet, but there's no need to grieve. Uh, And uh, we see her start to break down and starts crying and gets a flashback. uh, And we see her go back into her memories of... Being in school, but feeling so alone and just a very sad, uh, traumatic childhood. Then we see her in the obligatory, I don't know if we want to count it here, but uh, being on like the uh, roof of the school, uh, that uh, sort of uh, trope is there, but uh, very, very nicely handled, I will say, going into this next section, mm. um, where uh, he... Uh, as she's going down this memory lane, he is like, ah, oh, I, I can see what you're going through. Sorry, it's a little rude that I am looking in your memories. That's, that's a human, uh, social more that I didn't quite pick up on. But, um, yeah, it's, it's good that you didn't, uh, uh, I know you, you shouldn't envy the dead. Uh, it's, uh, we know humans can't fly, so it's. It's for the best that you didn't try. Just very, very nicely and in not blatant terms talking about what they're talking about, uh, mm-hmm. which is extremely refreshing for a dub and for an anime. Um, yeah. But uh, he's like, I uh, I understand this is painful and difficult for you. I looked into your memories. It's only fair I will give you my memories of flight and uh, allows her to view his memories and just goes on like a beautiful soaring dream where uh, she has like his perspective and just gets to fly and experience the joy that dragons feel uh, having flight.
2: Nevin's got me fucked up. Uh, <laughs> Fuck it. Uh,
1: uh, old man Evans, the realest OG fucking.
2: What a guy.
0: Uh.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh so uh Lindell and Elias uh return and
3: Who? Who's Lindel? Oh, who who I, I'm sorry who's Twink
0: who's Twink who's fuck oh no? I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I didn't I hear panic there. It
3: was just static. That was so weird. How did you do that with your mouth? <laughs>
0: Patrick, edit point, edit point uh, so uh, uh Twink and Elias return and they uh, uh witness this sharing of uh his final memory and uh they discuss uh uh dragons dying and uh humans growing, sort of just reiterating, yeah, this is turning into the humans world, so magical creatures are sort of falling out and needing to hide away and die out. Uh and uh similarly this is likely the last generation of mages with cheese may uh, uh Chise, not cheese, not nope. cheese Uh... <laughs> excuse me uh so uh uh so they're like oh yes i my last memory my last moments on this earth i'm so glad i got to fly again thank you for that uh and uh they warn about the uh responsibility of teaching and protecting chise as uh as uh elias's apprentice uh so uh Nevin tells her that she must soar in order to live. And uh, uh, she uh, wakes up and sees a big old tree growing from his back. And uh, he's like, thank you for giving me one last flight, uh, Twink. But, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I can't. Ooh, ooh, the descends. Mm. I can't <laughs> in this very beautiful moment say... Yeah. The twink put a seed in my back.
2: (laughs) No. Uh, You did it, Abby. Oh, no. I didn't think about that. Whoops. The consequences of our actions. (laughs) Mm.
0: See, I tried to correct it by saying his actual name, and everyone shouted me down. (laughs) I'm <laughs> so sorry. Oh, no. It hadn't even occurred to me. <laughs> it didn't. Sometimes
1: a twink sharing his seed can be a beautiful act in and of itself. Well, no. you know. Oh my
3: god. Oh my god. Uh, oh, it's so. the cycle of life.
0: <laughs> 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 oh no, and I just realized the next sentence I have to say too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the twink put a seed in the old man's back. And the old man says, "Eventually, you'll need a staff. I need you to come and get my staff."
1: (laughs) Did
3: they say staff in the English dub?
0: Yeah, they they say wand and then yeah, wand staff interchangeably. But either way, yeah,
3: because wand is at least less bad sounding than staff. But maybe it's not. Maybe that's (laughs) it. Grasping at straws. <laughs> yeah, that's also not yeah, great. Yeah, don't, don't grasp
0: no. at those either. Uh, so, sorry. Uh, so much of this last couple minutes has not it's a been real talking t- about In a show. the show, it's a real touch. Yeah. T- Truly a beautiful moment of a beautiful character's death. And we're like, hey, hey, boners. Uh, <laughs> cool. Anyways, so... Uh, What he's actually saying is, yes, uh, this uh, tree is a a sign that the forest will live on. One day, you're going to be a mage. You'll need a wand slash staff uh, for your magic. I would be honored if you returned here. You gave me a gift of a flying memory being my last. I want to give you a gift of uh, uh, building your wand from my tree. And Screaming, crying scrolling up Rolling on the floor Pissing, shitting in the club <laughs> It's a bad time
3: It was I. It's hard to get me going But I was like um, A little misty-eyed I was mm-hmm. a little misty-eyed
0: mm-hmm. Yeah Because Especially immediately after Elias is like It is Super rare for a dragon To share a memory like that And uh, He comforts her And says That this is nature This is all what happens, and uh, she gets dizzy and passes out, and she says, oh, I want the peace that I felt when he got death, and then the episode yeah. ends.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> the peace. She felt the peace. Uh.
1: Yeah, she, she's like, I know he said not to, but it's kind of hard not to envy the peace he was at, because mm-hmm. it's something she's never had. Mm-hmm. So ah. Yeah, Duh. <laughs> yeah. Are we there yet within those three episodes? Uh, Remember, it's my birthday. <laughs> I'll hold it, to ca- hold it against you personally.
0: Yeah, just as revenge for the last couple years, I'll say no. No, uh, this was uh, beautiful. <laughs> this was... Uh, uh, I heard you talk about how good it is. I heard you talk about, uh, yes, very peaceful vibes, very uh, 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 loving, father-husband figure? Sure. Okay. <laughs> there, big question mark? There still has to be a Brendan caveat, so <laughs> at least <laughs> well, it's all right. that. Um, but yeah, this... Thought my caveat was a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, this is uh, beautiful, uh, re- very reminiscent of other, uh, let's say, British fantasy series we don't need to name, but yeah, it no. uh, hitting... All- all the immaculate vibes I look for in anime. Uh, this is delightful.
2: Yes, this is my cottagecore monster fucker fantasy. <laughs> right. Um, right. and I really enjoyed it. Loved it very much. We'll like definitely be continuing on. I did message Brendan. Like this is very, um, this is very Hades Persephone, very Beauty and the Beast. Mm. And granted, Hades has had like. A soft boyification <laughs> in the last like five years, which is—I have lots of sociological thoughts about that. I won't get into. <laughs> he
1: deserves a win every now and then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really, really like this. It is the only she's fucking 15 and they literally didn't have to say that Mm. like it's in like a throwaway sentence like happening in the background while she's thinking about something else and it's like you literally just never had to say her age and it would have been fine Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i hate
2: that um (laughs) but i also really enjoy everything else about it so (sighs) yeah my caveat with that will be
1: is the bride aspect Really does not come up in this show a lot. It's it's really, I think, more of a miscommunica- misunderstanding from Eliza's standpoint of being like, ah, two people that want to spend time together for or the rest of our lives together are husband and wife. So I need a wife, sort of thing. Mm. Like I think it's more of a misunderstanding of human relationships because they really don't they really don't spotlight it too much throughout even the rest of the series or even the manga. Um, so it's not that bad. It's still not great. I will acknowledge that part, but it's not like, ah, he's planning what they'll do with their kids, and what they'll name their kids, and all. Like, no, I, it really feels like he just crucially does not understand how humans
0: work, mm. and it, this is a part yeah. of it. Mm. So it's not too bad. It's also in the title. Yeah, like, it feels bad on the audience's perspective, but just absolutely zero horny energy coming from this man, especially mm, yeah. being like a anime character that is so refreshing, especially being <laughs> a, a, the owner of a child bride is like, okay, how can you do this? Well, you, you managed to do it. Well, Tastefully. okay. Wow. Very surprised. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's like
1: a single moment of I what I would even consider fan service throughout this whole series, and it's a side character that is weird to say kinda has plot relevant fan service. It's it's a magical oh, a creature. Oh it's a magical creature that seduces people. Uh. So like that's part of their lore. But even that is played very sweetly and very like melancholy esque mm. and very well done. Um but that's like eh, maybe there's two moments of but like, yeah, it's, especially for anime it's like oh it's just not
0: horny for once great yeah and like another aspect of this show that I really like is the narrative is so simple and like character focused that it kind mm. of has the feeling of like a young adult fiction sort of narrative yes. where it's like oh where this episode we're gonna go talk to one person we're going to have a conversation with, a, with an elder uh, nature god that's going to impose on you wisdom and and courage and all that stuff. It's like, yes, this is a chapter of a, a young adult fantasy. We don't need anime fights. We're not jumping from a million locations per episode. It's just, <laughs> yeah, vibes. The uh, Gentle.
3: gentle. <laughs> a focused narrative, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely can't get on Brendan's case too much about the whole, like, bride aspect of this, because I literally invoked the name of Drakengard earlier, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm not about to throw a stone here. Um, no, I thought it was great. I was very delighted, especially because like the the tree that Nevin turns into is like a real tree, and like I got really n- nerdy about like oh, I recognize that because I'm into gardening. So they were like blonde? weird little rabbit holes for me to <laughs> go down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also yeah, they say like a specific flower. Mm-hmm. I also I wanted to mention because the only other show we've watched in recent memory that discusses. Um, suicide mm. is um noragami is that what it was called oh yeah and that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> really did not, not like how they handled it in that one so no. this one was like so refreshing and i was like oh my god this is so good so glad that there's a better yeah. better discussion of something like that in anime mm-hmm. somewhere else
0: <laughs> like it, it yeah It, it truly it, it astounds me that so many uh, like pieces of media Don't realize, hey, you can have nuance. You don't need to explicitly say, hey, we're talking about blank now. And you can just Mm -hmm. literally, like, that is... Uh, like I'm, I'm kind of speechless because I'm like I, I <laughs> had no hope that you could handle something like that well, and you said two mm-hmm. sentences in the dub. You translated it well, and it was perfect. And it's like okay, yeah, this is kind of a standard, a mm-hmm. uh, storytelling standard you should hold.
3: Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, it's clear that Chise is in distress, like from the moment we first see her, and. It's, I think, because Elias is not familiar with humans and their emotions and what is, like, quote-unquote, you know, normal. Uh, I hate using that word Mm -hmm. for it, but, you know, the baseline of a mentally healthy person he is not familiar with. So uh, I think it was great to have that moment with Nevin when he is, like, recognizing her pain and addressing it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you got to go out and do an acid trip with an old... (laughs) <laughs> Grandpa Dragon,
2: and it's the best thing you could do for your mental and health. he'll tell you some kind words, and you'll cry.
1: Yeah. We all do it. Um, yeah, with this, this t- Abby messaged me being like, "She say needs therapy. I'm like, oh, that's the whole show. That's the <laughs> entire story. Um, there's Yeah, there's a lot of baggage to unpack. They hint at a good amount of it early on. Um, and yeah, I, it's weird for me uh, being... The one who loves Digimon and fucking Zach Bell and dumb <laughs> shit—they uh, handle it very respectfully and tastefully and tactfully. And um, it's—I won't lie when I say it, this probably hit me at the right frame of mind in a right point of my life.
3: Mm. But
1: I—it would not be an under uh, uh, under exaggeration to say this series fundamentally helped me mature emotionally mm. and helped my well-being reading it. Like i, I love f- that. like after what I've. I, I think I watched the OVN and I read the manga and then I watched the series but reading it I felt like an adrenaline rush but of serotonin. Like I wasn't it just was like pure peace coursing through my body reading it because everything is done so well and I know it might not be the best series of all time but I know it checks off nearly every one of the boxes of my favorite things, uh-huh. whether it's the monster fuck, <laughs> the weird glitch, <laughs> the tactfully handled trauma, uh. the old English, don't trust the Faye bullshit, the spells that are a paragraph long of just adjectives. <laughs> like there's so much of it that just checks off so many points in my brain of like, this is my shit. And it's why it's easily one of my favorite, if not one of my favorite series. And, that's why I kept hammering it home to people. Like, I I know I've I haven't earned your trust. I know I've betrayed it <laughs> countless times, but it
0: is actually good. Oh, another
1: that
2: was so vulnerable of you, and yeah. I loved it. Another, oh, brendan Yes,
0: thank you for sharing another beautiful sentiment that was ruined by monster fuckery.
2: I will also I get, say listen, real quick, this show might no, not be horny, but I'll bring the horny because <laughs> I would smash Elias. Get it.
1: Easily. Angelica went on that simplest real fast for me. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Her, her uns, too. Pow.
1: She's a mother.
2: Oh. She's a mother. <laughs> mother.
1: Uh, I'll also say, uh, I know Abby didn't watch it, but for the dub. Um, we talked about it a bit before we started recording. I think the voices they got for Elias, both in the original Japanese mm. and in the English dub, Good. are very spot on, mm. very similar, and very delightful. Well done. um But with say, I believe she's voiced by Danny Chambers, who I think does an impeccable job as Chise, because there's a hint of naivete within her voice in the dub but also kind of this moral hollowness Mm. where she kind of just seems like I, it it sounds like she's kind of drifting through life unaffected and detached from everything. And I feel like that carries over even just within the voice. And I think that is a spot on characteristic for Chisei and it does done very well.
2: Yeah. We talked before about how um, those kinds of characters in anime never translate well into English Mm -hmm. because it's just not a voice type that a lot of English voice actors can do but she does a very good job she says a little more emotional than the character type we were talking about but Mm -hmm. at at the root she's pretty much that so
1: yeah Yeah, I think it was very well done so uh, I enjoy it Uh, it's got two OVAs one that's kind of a prequel one that's kind of a sequel uh, that's still ongoing Um, and it's getting a second season of the anime but for quite a while because the this is 24 episodes of a season, of the first season, and it caught up to the manga pretty quick, so it's got time to flesh itself out. But mm. yeah, it's one of my favorites for a reason, and I'm glad y'all didn't shit on it <laughs> relentlessly. Yay, no.
2: Brandon!
3: Yeah. Yay, Brandon! <laughs> Birthday boy! Birthday <laughs> <laughs> boy! <laughs> Although we, we did ruin that one moment with a twink bit, but everything else is great. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We emphasized how great it was, so it's Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I am truly stunned that we made it to the end of a birthday episode and no one is in pain, anguishing, throwing up, <laughs> uh, crying.
2: <laughs> uh, well, what do we have going on next week? Next week, uh, we're getting gay. Oh. Ooh. I've decided yes. to get gay. We're watching Sasaki and Miyano. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, is this a newer one?
1: Yes. I think I might have seen
0: it. Okay, it looked kind of gay,
1: so I'm glad it is gay. Okay,
0: <laughs> uh, if you have a gay anime to recommend, please, please, <laughs> hey, we burn through <laughs> way too many. Please, please. <laughs> g- please, give them to us. You can send those gay recommendations to our email: Are We There Yet at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter, or Instagram at Are We There Yet on both. Abby, where can people find you online?
3: Well, you can find me hiding in a cave in real life, but online you can also find me kind of maybe tweeting once a month at Chiquita Tonta on Twitter.
2: Uh-huh. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at D, or on Twitter at HoneyD8 and HoneyDart. And Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me somewhere at the one tree that
1: is in Los Angeles, reminiscing about Old Man Nevin and just contemplating life. Because that's where I'll be for the next two months. That motherfucker <laughs> got me. Uh,
0: his uh, path to the priesthood slash uh, pastorhood. He's going to be a dual priest as well. <laughs> a dual wielding priest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.fancamp.com. Thank you and we hope you'll join us next week. As we learn to live with anime.
2: Now everyone knows I'm a monster fucker also. (laughs) Phone daddy. Shit.
3: We knew. Ugh.